Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Welcome to the year 2020, and the first episode of the decade for It's Damn Damn Enchiladas, the podcast, where we talk about horror movies, video games, television, comic books, beer, stupid shit, all over the place. I'm Carl Schreiber, and my partner, the 2020 man himself, Adam Griffin. As always, follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and the show at It's Damn Damn, and on Instagram at It's Damn Damn Enchiladas Podcast, Adam Welcome to the future. We're here. We made it. I didn't think that uh, that damn 2019 would ever end. Because wow, 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 wow! What a what a what a horrible time that was. But you know what? It's gone now. It wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. We had we we did start a podcast in 2019. We did. We did. did. You know, so we had fun. Going had, for it. Yeah, we had fun at uh at Pax Unplugged and uh had fun over at Strength Check. And uh Yeah. Now we made it here. We did. We made it here in the future. And the future is not the uh it it, it looks a lot different than it did in the eighties. That's usually how the future works. Yeah, I didn't expect this version of the future. Oh, you're still waiting for hoverboards? Uh, well, I can't really ride them now, but I still want some Nike Air Mags. Well, you know, and, and maybe one of maybe one of those uh dry uh, self drying jackets. I mean, can I at least get the jacket? You know, I can't pay you know, uh, five hundred dollars for the Nike BB Adapts, but at least give me like a, a decent decent self-drying jacket huh? I mean all jackets self-dry yeah but, but like you know I want pants and shit oh well listen if that's what if that's what we're putting our hopes for 2020 then we're we're fucked already well that's no, not really it's not really a hope it's more like a wish you know a wish is different than a hope yeah oh, well yeah that's 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 true that's true because you hope for you actually hope for things to happen you wish on the outrageous possibility that something will happen i get it see for instance like i both hope and wish that i win the lottery one day it ain't gonna happen but it's a nice hope to have because it's a possibility because the lottery does exist correct someone has to win yeah like that, that that's how it happens they don't they don't stop playing it until someone wins Usually, someone in South Carolina South or West Carolina. Virginia. Yeah. Shout out to our peoples from South Carolina, West Virginia, listening yeah. to this podcast. Yes, yeah, so if any of you uh, ever win the lottery, you know who to call. Uh, actually, you know what? They won't be able to call us. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get to that. Soon enough. Soon we'll enough. enough. Just, just don't, don't, let's not jump the shark there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Batman. 
Well, chum. Uh, so yeah, so future, we're here. And when I think of the future, I think of the police. Um, when I think of the police, oh god, I think of RoboCop. So, folks, just for a disclaimer, um, I told you it was going to happen. It was bound to happen. It's the start of a new decade. It's the start of a new uh, year. It's the start of a new episode for us. And um, the time has come for Adam to speak about the infamous RoboCop incident. That's right. RoboCop. Directed by Paul Verhoeven. However you say his name. Paul Verhoeven? Paul Verhoeven? 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 Something. It's 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 there. It's it German. Exists, and yeah. I'm sorry for mispronouncing it. But uh, came out in 1987. In 1987, I was seven, and I watched a lot of television. And uh, there were commercials for uh, RoboCop, half man, half machine, all cop. And uh, this was the 80s. In the 80s, the future. We're supposed to have robots in it and not the dumb ones listen to you and then take all your information or like little vacuum robots. You know, you'd have, you know, police robots, they wouldn't try and kill you. Unfortunately, the real police just try and kill you. But, uh, oh, <laughs> so Whoa, this, where's that come from? So this is not chopping mall. This is not chopping mall because chopping mall was, was robots as security guards. Okay. Try to kill you. Unlike regular security, I was gonna try to. Never mind. Um. So. Whoa. <laughs> you know. You know how it is. Uh. So you know. Robocop. Sure do. The commercial set, and it's you know they big, big on telling people that's rated R. And me, being a dumb, precocious kid in the '80s that could read, I looked up the meaning of rated R and restricted. You know, and I believed that since I knew the meaning of the word restricted, that I knew that I wasn't supposed to see this movie because I was restricted from seeing it, that if I got permission to see it, I would be okay. So it happened. Me and my friend from Cross Street got his mom to take us to go see it. And listeners, I made it up to about the boardroom scene. Fellow executives, it gives me great pleasure to introduce you to the future of law enforcement. Ed 209. Where they're all sitting around talking about the new initiative and they bring out a robot. Yay, it's a robot. But this robot's name was Ed 209. Ed 209 looks like a cool robot until he starts moving. And uh, he moves with like, you know, this, this kind of weird odd piston sound that I'm sure Mark will put in the background. <laughs> just kind of clomps, clomps around. And he shouts. And he growls. He's a real asshole. A little bit too loud for seven year old ears. And then uh, one of the boardroom members decides to pull the gun on Ed 209. Oh boy. Did not see this part coming. 
Need the poor guy that pulled the gun. So, Ed starts yelling at him. Drop his weapon. Guy doesn't drop the weapon. Ed starts counting down. Guy drops the weapon. Ed keeps on counting down. And then, he opens fire. Now, I've probably seen a squib go off before in a movie. Just because it's the 80s. It's okay, you got a cable in the house. Sometimes you see some shit. But, I never saw squibs go off like this ever. And I never have again. Seriously. Like this moment where this dude gets shot 147 times or some shit like that is fucking insane. I do not like at the time it was it was the the record for most squibs in uh in one shot that I think Kane Hodder ended up breaking and Jason goes to hell oddly enough. But uh, this one had you know squibs going off like they would load up uh, hit hit marks like where the squibs supposed to go off like two or three times in the same spot so you're just getting explosions and stuff and then uh you know Verhoeven's yelling for them to make it more more bloody so apparently they they grabbed some ragu from catering and stuffed it underneath the pack so when you see it just explode that final time that's all uh ragu and that's really what got me <laughs> so we I, I, and then uh we made it through that and then uh then we see Murphy get gunned down and that well that's when we had to go so uh so for a couple years after that I was afraid of uh four Tauruses because that was the that was the car of the future and uh anything with a whole lot of squibs and blood and, and ragu well no I almost forgot it was fine because I knew it was food <laughs> But, uh, what I'm disturbed by is the fact that you were afraid of the Fort Taurus. Same or you just did, I mean, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I mean, just just remembering the Fort Taurus going <laughs> as I was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> and not ever looking at it as a um, destructive or. <laughs> Or it was always such an unassuming vehicle. Yeah, until they made it the car of the future in Robocop. It dilapidated old Detroit. Yeah, why the Fort Taurus? I mean, (laughs) I get it, Fort Taurus. I mean, really, was that going to be the car of the future? Golly. Yeah, man. And they reshot that scene. Yeah. Because he wanted more blood. It's it's wild that, that that was the thing, like that turned me off of horror movies and gore for so long. And then uh, and then it was a, it was a combination of Young Guns two, and Return of the Living Dead three that got me back in the game. Young, wait, hold on, Young Guns <laughs> two? Yeah, when they shoot up Doc. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> you. You have me speechless right now. 
You use young guns too as your as your <laughs> whatever. I got, just... got me back in the game because I said, "Oh, that wasn't that bad. Maybe I'm okay with this." Because I was I was about I was about, about five years later. I was about twelve. And it was a western, and you knew westerns were were old, right? Fake. Yeah. Had you and seen I... RoboCop again? At that time, without having thought about it, was, would the uh, outcome have been the same? Well, a year before that, RoboCop 2 came out. So, uh, I, I got my mom to buy me the novelization, and I read that. Like, I just, I read that over and over and over again. And then I ended up, it's a combination of two things. I ended up seeing that one on VHS because of, uh, uh, at the time, Robocop had to team up with Sting at Capital Combat 91 in a cross promotion. So I went to DC Armory <laughs> to see Capital Combat 91. So somehow it always comes back to wrestling. It, it always, everything. Everything is connected and everything is wonderful because it's all this weird ass loop. <laughs> all comes back to wrestling somehow. <laughs> so fucking, I fucking Venn diagram. <laughs> so wrestling's always right. That's the one that well, I, overlaps it's everything. Right there, just, wrestling is everywhere. It's great. But uh, so yeah, so I, I but Robocop Two wasn't nowhere near as as nuts as. Uh, as uh, as Robocop won because the they'd already bought and sold it to kids because there's a, a, a cartoon and you know seven year olds went to go see the first one so they knew they had them hooked <laughs> so there's that then I saw Youngest too I saw Doc get gunned down and I was like oh okay this is this can be you know this is viable if they don't overdo it so you know it was what you know what the what the mindset was there. So I eased my way back into horror movies, and then when uh, when I ended up renting Return of the Living Dead 3, when I saw it on, on Cinemax or some shit, I don't know, uh, <laughs> I was back. Mm. So it took someone getting shot down in what would say a blaze of glory yeah. for you to get back into it. I see. Yes, Exactly. Cue the music. Cue the music. Blaze of glory. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice isn't back yet. All right, that's okay. That's okay. Well, oh yeah. Luckily, you know, you have returned. That movie returned you back to your senses. That's right. I, I just able... didn't think it was gonna be young ones too, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Me neither. Teach your own. Yeah. Yeah. All hail the power of John Bon Jovi. <laughs> hey man, Jersey, Jersey proud. <laughs> Jersey, we run this. But uh, yeah. So it's it's, it's weird now looking back at the eighties because I I have a my thoughts go to Robocop, Transformers, the movie, which is another movie that fucked me up. Oh, and then <laughs> it was a cartoon. Yeah, but you know when you see uh. Your childhood hero die at six years old. <laughs> it's 
See, I'm, I'm like, I'm See, like, mock, I'm mocking you, but I, I still cry at Lion King when Mufasa dies. So that's yeah. And plus, you know, I'm a 40 year old man, and I still cry. You, you know, plus I was six. It's not like I'm, I was, it's not like I was 12. But it still bothers you too. It doesn't bother me as, you know, it bothers me the most. And this is a completely weird tangent. Um. Prime getting killed in, in Transformers the movie doesn't bother me now because it's its own trope. What messes me up more is the initial attack on the shuttle where Prowl gets gunned down and the fucking smoke comes out of his mouth. Like, that's horrific. And then all the shit inside Unicron where the, the other Transformers are getting dropped into lava, which is pretty much like stomach acid. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a fucked up movie for kids <laughs> it really is so I saw that when I was six but I was okay because it was it was a cartoon until you know Prime gets killed so it was emotional but it wasn't like it wasn't gory it didn't register on that level it was just emotional screw ups in, in, in the kid brain hey I got nothing <laughs> I got nothing it's, it's weird, but, I get, but hey man, I, I got it, I get it. It's, it's weird what you take from that stuff, because other people look at the '80s and they just think of the neon and the slashers and, and the weird hair and aerobics for some odd reason and all that. And you, then you end up getting something like uh, American Horror Story 1984. Professional segue, like a boss. Yeah, man. Uh, I have. I will admit I have not watched any of the American horror stories at all. Any of them. Zero. Zero, not even five minutes of them. But you suggested, hey, check out the uh, first episode of uh, 1984. And I said, okay, I will do so. But I didn't right away. <laughs> Why? Because I've been spoiled by streaming services and being able to binge entire seasons. So I DVR'd the entire season. And then in two days, I watched every episode. And that shit was fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. Except for the yes. ending, which... Well, yeah. I, yep. uh, it's too clean. It's too clean. Too, it was too, too clean. clean. Too clean, yeah, I understand. You know, well, let's just tidy up every, uh, every little loose end, loose end on this final episode. And happily ever after. Nah, fuck that shit. I, don't, I need something real. <laughs> he needs some real. He needs some raw. Give me some real. Uh, I, you know, I didn't mind the ending because it just didn't register to me that it was once they started that episode, but with, with the huge flash forward to 2019, it didn't dawn on me that there was going to be a bad ending for what they were trying to do. So I didn't mind the ending. Um, I love the theme song of this season. Uh, I like that 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 theme remix. I love synth stuff in general, so that was cool. Uh, the characterization was top notch uh, throughout the whole whole season. Yes, the fact that they chose to use an actual serial killer as one of the characters was pretty cool. Richard Ramirez. Yeah, but yeah, they they used Ramirez uh, in a previous season. I think it was. I think it was uh, American Horror Story Hotel, but I didn't. I haven't seen any other prior seasons, so 
That was that was interesting. The, to <laughs> include the Night Stalker into the proceedings, and then you know to have it just it went through every single '80s horror movie uh, tick. You know, started as a slasher, moved into you know possession and and, and mistaken identity and all this. All, everything got. Big, big on Friday the Thirteenth, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big. It even, it even took Jason coming out of the water. Yep. Which I hated at the end of part one of Friday the Thirteenth, but I actually liked it in nineteen eighty four. Yeah. I was like, ha! They did this for me. <laughs> they did this for me. It was so good. I was impressed by the level that they actually took it to it wasn't too corny it had the right feel of a 1980s slasher right yeah uh what else yeah so I'm, I'm interested to see how they followed up I think there was um there's a rumor and uh, I will have a rant about rumors and expectations and, and so called news in a little bit concerning a certain franchise but um, there was a rumor that, that they were going to do like cryptids and Bigfoot and shit for the next one. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. That could be that could be hilarious, depending on what the what the uh, what the tone is. Well, considering I have a friend who thinks Bigfoot is real, um, I'm sure he's going to watch it, <laughs> and he's going to tell me how everything is wrong in the show because he heard Bigfoot in the forest one day but of course he oh. didn't see it no of course he didn't see it no he just heard it just heard Bigfoot I mean everybody he's hears heard Bigfoot. Yeah, everybody's allowed at least one occurrence where they hear a Bigfoot dude when I fart sometimes I think I hear Bigfoot so yeah it's that same kind of noise you know you're, you're allowed one allowed one one good Bigfoot story how about a UFO story? Yeah. Are you allowed one, two? Yeah. You're allowed... You're allowed uh, one of all of the phenomena. You know, you're allowed a ghost story. You're allowed a, you're allowed a UFO sighting. You're allowed Bigfoot. You're, you're allowed, allowed to see Jesus. Pancakes. And pancakes, yeah. yeah. Only pancakes, though. Only pancakes. I like... Um, Maybe a Dorito, but not, I I don't know. Depends. Depends on what kind of Dorito you buy. If it's uh, regular, probably, probably, probably Cool Ranch. Yeah, yeah, regular one off of limits, but Cool Ranch definitely. Cool Ranch definitely. Yeah. Not the spicy nacho ones either. No, they're too new. They're way too new. Uh, yeah. So, but I, uh, American Horror Story 1984 had me thinking about nostalgia how we view things and our expectations for things from the past and you know what something was from the past uh, they got finished up in December for a, a, a segment of its storytelling uh, it was Star Wars Rise of Skywalker now you might be wondering how what's you guys don't talk about you guys don't talk about sci-fi we do right Buckle now. Up. Buckle because, up. Because uh, uh, Star Wars took a hard left. Uh, and this this will be full of spoilers. 
So if you've not seen it, you can come back uh, in about 10 minutes or maybe seven minutes, 10 minutes. I don't know. I will check back in with you at the seven minute mark at, at the 33 minute mark or something like that. But uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker had a great horrific element at the beginning with uh, its opening crawl. The first three words are the dead speak. You find out that there's a serious signal and Emperor Palpatine is back. And uh, Kylo Ren, the internet's uh, right, let me let me not start. Uh, <laughs> and they haven't seen the movie yet. Well, no, I was about to say something very derogatory. So let me keep going instead. Uh, uh, Kylo Ren gets signal and he goes to this planet named Exegor. What? Exegor. E X E G O R. What? And Exegor is home to some of the creepiest imagery in Star Wars. That I've ever seen. Uh, right up there with the initial Dagobah cave fight, and uh, uh, the uh, the giant swooping bats from the Mandalorian episode. And uh, Mando. But they got a. Uh, so he's, he's skulking around this like this like Lovecraftian tomb, all these big ass statues, all this creepy shit, and. Uh, Palpatine's taunting them, and they pan, they, they pan past uh, these tanks full of clones of Snoke, who was perceived to be the big bad guy of this trilogy, but nope. Nope. He got swerved, son. Swerved, son. So, uh, Palpatine's hooked up to this this evil-ass machine, and he's, he's obviously a dead body being puppeted by this machine, and, you know, still somewhat sentient. And it was some of the greatest stuff I've ever seen from that that franchise do, personally speaking. And I love it when Star Wars goes horror, like uh, like when Darth Vader shows up at the end of Rogue One. That is great. Uh, stuff like, like that. Acting like Jackie Chan, that scene from Rogue One. <laughs> it's phenomenal. What the? The force. That was me. That was literally how I every time I watch Rogue One. Because Rogue One is actually one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Carry on. Sorry. So, I got my I got my bit of horror in Star Wars. I'm happy. I enjoyed the film a lot. Uh, and then I got home. And I swear, I do not know. I, I, I was wondering what film other people saw. Because I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I I don't I like Star Wars a lot in general, but it is not this like this this thing of reverence for me, I guess. You know? Not to the extremes, I guess you could say. But man, uh some of the shit people saying about this film, like, oh it didn't make any sense. Like I don't you know, I don't know how people are inferring other things like I I can't you know make that judgment but you know it was trash I hated it, it was, uh, I don't you know I don't I don't understand when Star Wars became this thing this big ass juggernaut like Star Wars has always maintained like a certain level 
but to expect absolute perfection from something that wasn't guaranteed in the first place and like nobody knew how this 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 uh this segment this story is is going to end you know in general like when you say you know how star wars going to end what's your first thought here's here, here's the issue i have because <laughs> I, I have i have a dumb friend all right and this dumb friend the same one who believes in bigfoot so we're going down this this path where he has a history of dumb choices all right uh-huh. so i i'm going to quote him because i have the text messages in front of me because i said i liked the movie I yeah. said, I liked Rise of Skywalker. I liked what they did. To which he replied, you must really like political agendas and subliminal messages. I said, I said, what? Wait, there's more. You like movies that downplay men and masculinity and movies that make no sense. To which my reply was, and you'll appreciate this, doesn't your marriage downplay men and masculinity? <laughs> Well, that's a mic drop. That 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 was wonderful. But like, Siphon, don't get gas. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's shit like that. It's I like, like I was like, dude, what movie did you see? Because yeah, did you not like? Do you, you are you? Do you hate women? Like, what's going on here? I understand. I, Fine, Skywalker. You, some people didn't like the fact that she took the Skywalker name. Fine, I get it. Get over it. Get over. I think we forget. Okay, it's like I think we forget this stuff. Oh, spoiler fiction. alert! By the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. I said I already said we were going to spoil the hell out of it. Uh, yeah, we're coming up on on about seven minutes of talking. We're still spoiling the hell out of it, so <laughs> we'll keep moving. Uh, you still got four minutes to not spoil anything. We said okay. three. Okay. Good. Okay. So, like, yeah, I don't understand uh, why. Star Wars is expected to fix problems in society as far as how we view people, how we treat people, everything in between that we cannot fix in a galaxy far, far away. You know what I'm saying? Now, any gripes you have about the directing, the writing, choices that screenwriters made, um, I understand because I have a lot of gripes. Uh, with that, uh, I think that kiss was fucking stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, I, there's just, it's, I don't like Kylo Ren being redeemed somewhat, even a little bit. I'm sorry. A bunch of force ghosts just snatched his ass up and ripped him limb from limb. But that's just, whoa. <laughs> I, hey, dude, he, he killed Han Solo. You ain't gonna come back from that. And I understand that was not the story they were telling. I'm fine with it. Whatever. I can infer and, and take stuff the way it is. Because I like the story that they ended up telling. Um, you know. But expectations um, are never guaranteed for anything. And they sure as hell ain't news. You know. And if you're if you're gonna rip on a franchise in general since the prequels came out, and you rip on that franchise to the point where the actual owner and creator of the franchise sells his property 
and studio for $4.4 billion to uh, Disney. Um, you don't get a say anymore in what happens. Because if you were invested, you wouldn't have, you know, bullied a child actor. Or you wouldn't have bullied an actor that played Jar Jar Binks to the point where he was kind of playing suicide. You know, if you gave a shit about people, and this is just in general for anyone that uh, might have engaged in such tactics or maybe continues to engage in such tactics, you got you to gotta have accountability, you know, for what you're doing. And I think people think that they get mixed up with the fact that um, that they have freedom of speech, which gives them freedom to say whatever crazy-ass opinion or however they want to say it. With no repercussions. And as we've noticed, we're kind of moving to a point where that ain't flying anymore. You know, it's all coming back around. So, um, and I I have a completely crazy rant there. So, but hey, man, it's a new year. We have <laughs> we've been we've been on break for a couple of weeks. You've been this thing's been like r- ruminating in your head and just going from side to side. I get it. Preach. But, Preach. <laughs> I, I hope that Disney can regroup and like and I don't mean that in in uh in a storytelling basis because they're gonna tell whatever the hell they, they're gonna tell. You know, but and they're gonna make cho- the choices they make or whatever theirs. Um but I, I do think this trilogy was about five years too early because obviously there's some shit we have to work out as a culture overall that um, clouded the these movies reception by the public uh, but that being said I, I dug all the horror aspects of Rise of Skywalker and I do hope that in the future uh, there is a horror tinged Star Wars because that would be, be pretty rad. Uh, absolutely. They they it had the elements of it, and um, it'll be nice to get away from. The, now that this whole nine movie arc is finished, over with. Fine, give us new characters. Set it in that same kind of. I'd actually rather do do it as prequels. You know, thousands of years before, like they've been rumored like Knights of the Old Republic doesn't have to be that um, but they can play up more of the, the the horror aspect that they do go back to the I think they go further back than actually going to the future yeah I mean you know, there's Darth, a... Darth Revan you know yeah, yeah. I mean just just the the fact that okay you had this planet Exegol in an uncharted region of the galaxy with huge Sith influence how does that affect people on the other side of things that we've never seen before you know how long has that been been in play what's its past look like all that stuff you know you can just go into so many different avenues of things so you know like just bring on my hard 10 star wars installment and i'll be very happy as long as it got uh tie fighters uh, X-Wings and Ewoks 
Alright, Oh, you know what would be cool? If they do like a horror thing and we get the original concept of the Ewoks. Where they were legit murder bears, where they would sprout claws and shit. Well, murder bears are high on my list of things to see in the movies. <laughs> but see, which is weird, because now I'm starting to think of stuffed animals <laughs> animating themselves and killing. But when things animate, you get scared. So they freak you out. So yep. that wouldn't work. Yep. Why do you think I haven't played Five Nights at Freddy's? Yep. <laughs> those, those things, pretty creepy looking. Pretty, yes, that ain't right. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know what else is creepy? Off topic. I started watching The Servant on Apple TV Plus. Okay, yeah. M Night produced. I'm a little thrown off because he didn't even write it. He just directed like one episode. He produced the whole thing. Okay. Um, I give credit to the writer after I figure out who it is. But uh, this shit's creepy. We hope you'll treat our house as your home. I'm sure you and Jericho will form an instant bond. I can't wait to meet him. You don't have Apple TV Plus. No. Um, so you have not seen it? No. Um, uh, Tony Baskelop. Okay. He he wrote it. Oh, okay. Um, fucking creepy. That's it. It's just creepy. The Servant on Apple TV. Yeah. Check it out. It's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy, guys. <laughs> it's about kids, so you know it's gotta be creepy. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> that's that's all right. That's all right. So we got into, we got into uh, hopes for 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 Star Wars, but but since we're in a new year, um. What 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 are you looking forward to in 2020? That's like horror related. It could be anything, but you know, since we're since we talk about horror movies here, we can we can think about that briefly before we branch out into other things. Well, my first hope is that you continue with your professional segues. Um, that's my first hope of the new year that they continue to come in abundance. Um, I hope that the first Halloween movie that we have this year. The sequel to Halloween last of 2018. Oh my god, I was going to say last year. It's, it's going to be two years now. Um, is as good as the first one. Um, I hope Saw is... Uh, they, they, the Chris Rock does it justice. Yeah. That we get a good story. And nothing too cheesy like uh, Saw 3D. Mm -hmm. uh, what else do I hope <laughs> about horror movies um, I hope we get something with uh, Sam Raimi yeah. uh, you know I hope that you know they just did something they put something into the world for me to enjoy yeah, maybe drag me to hell too that would be nice but that's not gonna happen unless they surprise us remember they used to surprise people and movies would come out and you didn't even know like oh shit that movie just came out yeah, they don't do that anymore. No, that okay. sucks. Yep. Um, I hope I have enough money to buy all the pops that I want. Yeah. Um, yeah. they just dropped like six Harley Quinn pops today, and that's not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. 
those are some of the hopes. Okay. We have Oktoberfest on September 26th. That's right, yeah. Today, uh, I... we're recording on January 2nd, people. <laughs> and I already have the date. Jan- September 26th. That's right. In Baltimore. Yeah. And I already have the room booked. Yep. Oh, boy. That's what you call dedicated to our craft. That's right. We're going to eat some ramens. <laughs> I see ramens. Yep. At the ramen spot. That's fantastic. right. <laughs> see, now, now I'm getting, now I'm getting yeah. very excited. Uh, let's see. 2020. Um, I want to hear some plans for Nightmare on Elm Street come to fruition or at least get announced. Um, I would like, at least like, of course, always I would like Freddy's Nightmares to get an official release on Blu-ray, but that probably won't happen. Um, but uh, what else? I would like to uh, get my hands on that Phantasm Sphere Collection Blu-ray set from Best Buy so I can, I can get that upgraded in physical format. Uh, let's see. I would like to get a PS4 <laughs> and Street Fighter Five Champion Edition so I can finally start playing Street Fighter again. And then I can have a good system for Resident Evil 3 when that's released in March. So that when the PS5 comes out in September? <laughs> well, see, I'm going to hold off on getting I'm a PS5. kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> because the Xbox series of consoles is going to be uh, backwards compatible with everything that has ever been on an Xbox console. Yeah, so, you keep your games. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm waiting for that. I got no space. Uh, what else? I hope that Black Christmas that came out last year gets a new life and a new appreciation on uh, home video and and gets gets its due. Uh, what else? What else do we got? Um, I hope Shutter keeps on trucking, keeps doing cool things. With, uh, with some original series everything and lastly I hope uh, that we are able to hit a horror convention yes uh, so we can uh, we can see how, how things are out there and meet some people and maybe get some ideas for the road show going absolutely also you know what I forgot I hope to play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons this year yes yes indeed I hope yes. that um, our, our our friends and our fans here who listen to our podcast will listen to our, our boys' podcast, uh, Struck Check, also on all the podcast places where we, me and Adam, uh, are spectacular players. I dare say that we may be the most uh, badass characters on the show, but I'm just being biased. <laughs> But bias, but telling the truth. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone's great. It's a great group of people. Um, and it's a good cause. Definitely check it out. Check out the the Twitter handles at StrengthCheck. Um, yeah, we're gonna be doing a lot of promoting of that because it's 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 for good. It's for good. It's definitely right. for for uh, to help the kids, man. That's what we're here for. That's right. Help the generations after us. Yep. Somebody's gotta do it. So we will. 
to the power. Talking about fun things that just happen to be horror movies and uh, all that fun stuff. Speaking about talking about stuff, our time for doing so is just about up. So, with that being said, I would like to say that this has been another episode of It's Them Damage Lot of the Podcast. Show notes have all our social media info. We got Twitter, we got iTunes, we got Spotify, we got Discord, we got Tumblr. So please feel free to re- leave a review or tell your friends about us. Every little bit of buzz helps us grow. As always, podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, has been responsible for making us sound oh so spectacular. So thank you for all that you do, Mark. Well, what have we here? You a good cop? Hot shot? <laughs> sure you are. Until next time. Have fun, watch horror movies, and remember to always drink responsibly and hydrate, 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 hydrate. And you know why I should hydrate even more uh, before next time? It's good for the skin. It's good for the skin, that's right. It's good for the skin. And you all get to uh, ask us questions. Because we have... What? We have an official... It's them damn enchiladas, the voicemail. That's right. Uh, you can give us a call at 443-906-0040. That's 443-906-0040. Uh, leave a voicemail asking us anything about the show, any topics you might want to bring up, any observations you might want to have. Um, the only thing that we ask is don't be trifling. Uh, don't, you know, don't bring any of that craziness, uh, harassment stuff here. Uh, just, just, just use your brain. Have some fun. We can keep it simple. Uh, and don't abuse the number. And, uh, keep the marriage proposals to a minimum. Yeah, you know. Just have a good time. You can use that. Uh, we'll be uh, answering uh, voicemails in a couple weeks uh, about the end of January we'll probably do this at least once a month so yeah um, if you leave a voicemail and if uh, if it's co- cool and on the up and up we might just use it on the show <laughs> so uh, next time for January 10th we're going to be talking about John Carpenter's Apocalypse Trilogy that's right the thing Prince of Darkness and in the mouth of madness. I hope you're ready. Because it is going to be a world ending kind of time. But until then, thank you for listening. And goodbye. Bye. Starscream! Much easier, almighty Megatron, than attacking the real threat!
The Autobots Moon Base! You're an idiot, Starscream! When we slip by their early warning systems in their own shuttle and destroy Autobot City, the Autobots will be vanquished forever! No! Such heroic nonsense!